Tisha the Bishop on the Growthful Gospel Radio Show. And I have my special co-host, the Lioness. What's going on, girl? Oh, we what's happening, y'all? Right <laughs> And we have uh, our special guest today. It's the Ashford from Sunday's Best, the winner of Sunday's Best. What's going on, man? How you doing, man? How you doing? Amen. Man, I am doing well. Well. Blessing to be here. Glory to God. Man, we, we really love this song, Million. Tell Thank me you. how that song came about, man. Uh, Millions was actually a song that they gave me on season five, Sunday Best. I was one of the ones who did. Millions didn't make it for you. I was one of the ones who did. Y'all come on and help me sing. You know, my mind began to roam just a few weeks ago. I was standing in an auditioning line, but look at me tonight, standing here with you. Thousands didn't make it, but I was one of the ones who did. When they first gave it to me, I didn't like the song. Uh, I remember uh, because it was it was very just a sim- simple song. The origin of the song talks about when I die and go to heaven, I'll tell Jesus. Millions didn't make it, but I was one of the ones who did. But then after that, the song just said millions didn't make it. So I remember going into the rehearsal room with Big Jim and a lot of other musicians, and I asked if I could change it, and they allowed me to change it. And all of these years later, this song has kept me... Um, traveling across the country. I actually sung it at, when I went back and re-recorded the song in 2000, um, I guess that would have been in 2020 when we started working on it, when the pandemic hit. A lot of people, you know, were losing loved ones just out of the blue. You know, they was getting COVID, they were fine, and then 14 days later, they were out of here. You know, I saw people dealing with, you know, even myself, I've been dealing with dialysis for over 12 years, and you know, I saw people that didn't make it six months on dialysis. So millions took on a totally different meaning for me after the pandemic and after just seeing how quick life could change. And so I just wanted to go back and make the song. Originally, I kept the original concept that we, when we get to heaven, I'll tell Jesus millions didn't make it, but I was one who did. But I also just wanted to to relate to everyday life. If you've had cancer and you've I, I know a guy had stage four cancer. God healed his body. That's the, I made it over. Or if you got diabetes, high blood pressure, whatever you may have been dealing with, and you can look back and see, I'm still here. I'm still standing. The testimony is, I made it over. Millions didn't make it, but I was one of the ones who did. Amen. And you know what? How I hate to ask this. Are you young? Are you, how old? Are you in your 30s? I'm 35. Okay, and the only reason why I asked y'all because 
I'm a little older than you. I ain't going to say how old. I was old. <laughs> but Millions, I remember when Millions came out by the, by the Winans. Um, and that was one of my favorite songs. So to hear you do a newer rendition of that song, oh my goodness, watch out. So do you remember this song from the original, from the Winans? Well, once they gave it to me, that was my first time hearing it. When they okay. gave when they, because on the show, they select your songs for you. And so we get this email and I'm listening and I hear, if I, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Because they would give up the contestants like some of the Kirk Frank, hello, they was giving them like all the more modern day songs and they kept giving me the, James Cleveland, the James right Andre Crouches, even though those are phenomenal artists, I'm like, I'm trying to show them I'm, I can do more than just what the traditional gospel sounded like. I can sing contemporary gospel too. So I wanted them to see that, but I, I understood what they were trying to do. And I thank them for doing it because ultimately, you know, I'm, I'm a passionate singer and I feel like gospel music has gotten so far away from what gospel music is supposed to feel like. And um, so I, I thank them for keeping me in that element, you know? Yeah, you, yeah. you killed it. You killed it. You did. You did. Mm. A lot of people, you know, when you're dealing with gospel music, they could kind of, people that are singers, they can kind of feel where you, where you fit at and where you're the strongest at. Uh, right. Where are, tell us, tell your audience where, you know, where you're from. I'm from Canton, Mississippi. If you're familiar with a group called the Canton Spirit, come from a poor family. We didn't have but love and good to me. I come from Canton, Mississippi. I was raised watching the Canton Spirituals. I think that's where my love for gospel music actually came from. Back when I was like 1992, 93, they played that VHS. I don't know if y'all remember what the VHS were. <laughs> Okay, but, um, now you're giving yourself some aid. Yeah, there we go. Okay. And uh, they said, and from there, I was hooked. As a six-year-old, I was six, five, six years old, and I'm just zoned in on this group. I didn't know Jesus. I didn't know God, but I know they was telling stories, and they was telling stories about the old man in the church, and they wouldn't let him sing because he had a tremble in his voice, and I was crying because I felt bad for the old man. Then I found oh, out man. Was, I love this song. Yeah. Then I found out that wasn't even a true story. That was made up. I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a parable. Don't mean that ain't no lie. That's a parable. It's a that's why uh, I guess that is a parable. So it's a parable. I said, well, well, I cry. It got me. It got me over to Jesus. Hey now. So Sunday, we're gonna talk about that, I'm sure. Um uh, but Sunday's best was an experience, mm -hmm. right? Talk to us a little bit because you know you're you sang the song millions, mm -hmm. but can we put it in reference and in context? There's thousands of people, yeah, that show up to audition for Sunday's Best. I yeah. mean, you have the top artists in the industry are your are the guests, you know, the judges. There's thousands. Talk to yeah. us about experience for you and how you knew okay i i'm going further in this thing like talk to us about that well ultimately i i actually auditioned for sunday best three times in all um 
the first year I did, it was season two. We were in New Orleans, I want to say. No, we were in Atlanta, season two. Mm. And I didn't make it past the first, the second round. I made it past the first. I didn't get past the second round. And then season three, I went back to New Orleans and I auditioned. I actually made it through to the final round. Um, but, and I got two yeses, one from Donnie, one from Erica Campbell. Tina Campbell was like, I mean, I think you are all right, but I don't think you can compete with the other guys in the competition. Oh, no. So, um, and Erica was like, I disagree. I think you got more and I want to hear. So when they added on TV that year, they had edited the footage. And the footage, they had it looking as if Donnie said no to me. They had Tina saying what she said. Erica said what she said. But they had Donnie saying, no, your ministry is in the church. That's why. I'm like, he never said that to me. <laughs> but that was wow. me. But it, 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 it offended me, actually. So I was like, over Sunday best. I was done. And so season four passed. I didn't go. Season five, I actually wasn't going to audition for Sunday best. I went to Texas to audition for The X Factor in Austin. Okay. And The X Factor, it was really good. It was just like Sunday Best. It was three rounds. I made it through all three rounds. And then um, as I was leaving out of the door, a gentleman stopped me. He said, man, I heard you singing in the line outside. He said, you know, Sunday Best is in Dallas tomorrow. And I'm like, dang. So I had my drummer with me at the time. And I said, bro, we got $60. That's enough for us to make it back to Mississippi. And, you know, uh, I said, you want to go to Dallas? He was like, whatever you want to do. So we make a crazy decision and go to Dallas. Get them. They got no money. We can't get no room, no nothing. So, of course, I got to call my mom and have her to wire me some money. After she got finished fussing, she sent the money. <laughs> and got a room. Don't so, tell the mama still fussing for sending money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was fussing. So that was on a Friday. The first audition was supposed to be Saturday. And then because I had done it before, there's always a Saturday and a Sunday audition. If you make it through to Saturday, you come back on Sunday to audition for Donnie or BB, whoever. And so we get up that Saturday morning and I looked at my drummer. I said, bro, let's just go back to Mississippi. And he was like, why? I said, because I'm a worship leader. You the drummer. We got to be at church tomorrow. We can't miss church. And he was like, well, let's at least go over to the Potter's house. So we went over there. It's 16,000 people total. Uh, well, I know 16,000 people auditioned that year. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a couple thousand people in here, and I'm sitting there for like two hours, got my number on, and I get up to leave out the door. And one of the producers stopped me. She said, sir, where are you going? I said, well, ma'am, I'm going to go home. She said, why? I said, because if I make it today, I got to come back tomorrow, and I can't come back tomorrow because I got to go to church. She said, and Bishop Jake's going to have church here tomorrow. She said, this is a one-day audition. And I was like, really? She said, you audition for everybody today. And I was like, oh. She said, your man Ashford. I said, yeah. She said, you auditioned twice before in Atlanta and New Orleans. I said, yeah. She said, come go with me. Oh, wow. She, I bypassed the first two rounds. She sent me to the final round of audition. Hey, God. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and three weeks later, I was sitting in my apartment. I lived in the ghetto. When I tell you I was in the ghetto, I was in the flat and all I had was one recliner <laughs> in my living room <laughs> and I was, I had a one bedroom apartment in the, in the hood and I was watching booty call. I'd never forget it. And my phone rang, and she was like, Hey, Ashford, this is so-and-so from BT networks. 
I was calling to let you know you have been selected to be on this season of Sunday's Best. And I hung up. I hung up because I, you know, my friends, I thought they were just playing. But she called back. She said, no, this is the real call. This is the real deal. And three weeks after that, I was in Atlanta with the whole executive producers, the whole staff, everybody at our hotel, just briefing us on what we was getting ready to go into. And the experience was phenomenal. Being able to now be out of our Kirk, well, not out of Kirk is short, but you know uh, what? You know what? Like, we do not confirm or deny <laughs> the statement said about our friend. <laughs> well, yeah, there with Kirk to get encouragement from them to, you know, be there with Dunny and just to see these people who I've watched on television, heard on radio, sing their sing their songs, to have them at arm's reach down was an absolute phenomenal experience. Totally phenomenal. Beautiful. Beautiful. So question, we hear that you have a restaurant, man. So tell us about your culinary arts skills and tell us about that. <laughs> well, I have a restaurant called That's Good. We got beans, green, tomatoes, and yeah. Oh, we got all that good eat, man. And um, ultimately, singing is my first passion, but cooking is a second passion that I have. Um, growing up, my grandmama, I was always intrigued. We grew up in uh, Canton and then my mom met a gentleman, and we moved to Camden, Mississippi. And his mom, my grandma, I was intrigued at how she would take some all-purpose flour, and she would get a little baking powder sometime, a little baking soda, and she would have this butter that was real cold, and she would start mashing that butter up in the flour. And then little by little, she'd take real cold water, she'd keep putting it over in there until she got like this little dough, and she'd turn it out, and she put flour on the counter, and then she started kneading it. And, and next thing you know, she started cutting and we had biscuits. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I thought it was really amazing how she could take all of these ingredients and create a homemade biscuit. And so from there, I was interested in knowing it was like science. It was like a, a science experiment. And so from there, I became interested. And I remember watching her one day. She had three cups of flour. She took three cups of sugar and three sticks of butter, a little lemon extract, and, I, and she made a pound cake. I was about to say, that sounds like a pound cake, Ashley. Yeah. That's a pound cake. And that was absolutely mm. phenomenal to me. And so from there, I got the, the, the and then I'm on my mom's side, I had an auntie named Skokie, who I always felt was anointed to cook. But sometimes you're anointed to do things, but you don't understand how to operate in your calling. Mm. And I don't, fully understood how to operate. She was great at it, but some people are, when your mindset is small, because God is not a small mindset. And so I think her mindset was small, which kind of stopped her from operating her at her full potential. But when I tell you could cook, you know, and we had always talked about opening a restaurant, opening a restaurant, and unfortunately she passed away in 2017, and I opened a restaurant 2019. Hmm. Yeah. What? I, a lot of my recipes were inspired. No, even when I'm cooking now, I always be like, okay, what would she do? What would this? I never taste anything she cooked that was nasty ever. Hmm. Where, so, where, oh, go ahead. Where's, uh, so, where's the restaurant at and what's the address? The current, location, the current location is at 2929 Turner Hill Road, that's Stonecrest, Georgia. Uh, we're on the inside of the mall, 
the mall at Stonecrest, so Stonecrest Mall, and we're called That's Good. But we're currently, um, that's the current location, but we also are now working to open a second location located at 2002 Campbellton Road, uh, southwest Atlanta, Georgia. That's about two miles from the Tyler Perry Studios. Uh, and it's phenomenal. This location here is going to be an entertainment attraction. But if you want something right now, go to Stonecrest Mall. We only do soul food on weekends because the mall is so slow through the week. But through the week, we're just doing fish and fries and things like that. But on weekend, so like tomorrow, we'll have baked turkey wings, candy yams, collard greens, mm. uh, field peas, fried fish, baked chicken, pot roast. All, it ain't healthy, but it's good. <laughs> when you got time to cook all that? Well, I moved my sister to Georgia. And so I created a recipe book. And I spent time with my staff and things to let them know, follow the recipes. If you follow this book, everything works every, perfectly every time. Cook it at the right temperature. Cook it at the right time. If it said the flour was supposed to go in first, put the flour in first. Don't put the sugar in first. You know, follow the directions and we're good. And fortunately enough, we've been able to be consistent. Uh, I think we've been open about four years now and We've been held, holding at a 4.5 star rating ever since. Oh, we sound like we need to roll up. We need to pull up, Bishop. Do it. Roll up. Got to get some new turkey wings. Yeah, I fed them for the celebrity game when they did for the Stellar Awards. I uh, for, provided food for the uh, celebrity game. We had ribs and turkey legs, fried fish, all that stuff out there. It was good. Oh, hey. so. Sound like ribs, bean, greens, tomatoes. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, man, God. it's awesome. It, it was an awesome having on our show, bro, from Gospel Radio Show. And, yes, uh, yes please uh, introduce your song, Million. Okay, so definitely, and just let me say, if you guys want to follow me, I'm on all social, digital outlets, social outlets, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, at Ashley Sanders. And if you would like to bring me to your city, wherever, Please contact Apostle Vera Howard. Now, here's a song that I didn't even like, but it turned around to be a song that ministered to me and actually was my testimony. I remember when I first sang it, Leandria Johnson pulled me to the side. She said, you're not giving that song all the life it needs. There's a lot more life in that song. And I'm glad she said that to me because I found mm-hmm. the light. So let that be your testimony today, y'all. Here's my single that's available right now on all digital outlets. Millions didn't make it. I was wondering once who did. Lord God. If I can just make it happen, if I can walk. Through that city so bright and fair Oh, there'll probably be a thousand things I want to tell that day when I see Jesus, I'll tell him. Millions and make it 
still here, you ought to just open your mouth and say, I made it over. I don't care what it seemed like. I don't care how dark it seemed. I dare you to just hold on, y'all, and keep speaking. I made it over. I made it over. Through the stormy rain. High blood pressure. Yeah, I made it over. I didn't give up. Didn't throw in a towel. Change is coming. Keep believing, yeah. And I was who did. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, wait. I, I have one more question. What you got coming up? What you working on? So much. Next week, I'm out working in a studio with Jason Claiborne. We're working on new music um, wow. next week. So hopefully soon we'll have a new single. I, I got a song that he wrote. Well, he wrote a song called On Time. I love it. And so I'm looking forward to that. Also, uh, we are doing several. We got, oh, it's so much going on. We're trying to get into the TV. Uh, and the biggest thing right now, though, is getting this single out, getting this music out to share it with the world. Um, of course, we got several events coming up, uh, making appearance. I don't have a calendar in front of me, so don't make me tell no fibs. But um, don't on this show, though. <laughs> But yeah, but um, yeah, Apostle Vera Howard, uh, you know, she's done more for me in a matter of months than some people have done in the 10 year span. So I just thank God for her walking in my restaurant one day, not knowing who I was, but so happily a person that was with her recognized me. And from there, the connection happened. And so God just have a strategic way of connecting us to get his work done. So I'm, I'm truly grateful for every opportunity. Shout out, Apostle. Apostle Girl, we love you. We love you. Definitely. That's it for me. Uh, the only other thing, you got anything else, Bishop? 
No, uh, yeah, just if he can do some drop. Hey guys, it's Ashford Sanders, and you're listening to the Grown Folk Gospel Radio Show with the Bishop and the Lioness. Ah. Ah. Killed it. Killed it. <laughs> Killed it, my brother. <laughs> okay. And, and look, we thank you for being on the show. It was a we had an awesome time. And whenever we get some new music, feel free to reach out back to us again, and we want to have you back. Thank and we you, can't wait to get you in person. We can't yeah, wait. Yeah, I, I look forward to that. Well, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna get a tarot uh, on it, an apostle. I'm gonna invite y'all to the grand opening of the new restaurant. It's gonna be a big deal. We're gonna have several celebrities, and it's gonna be crazy. So I'm gonna invite y'all out. We coming. Yeah. We coming. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, we will be there. This is the Mountain Moving Healthy Living segment with Natural Solutions. Let's talk about heart disease. There are different types of major heart disease. Let's talk about, first of all, coronary heart disease, which is caused by inflammation, which is caused by using cooking oils and oil in a bottle. And of course, we say avoid gluten, nitrates and nitrites and other things, as well as salad dressings. Then there is cardiomyopathy, heart disease. This causes sudden death, especially in athletes or if you sweat a lot, you know, you know whether you're on the roof or something, you know, working in the sun and you're a roofer or you're dealing with concrete or construction workers and all that, but mainly athletes, this is when they drop dead um, suddenly. The doctors get this wrong. They put you on an EKG machine and an EKG machine is not going to measure a mineral deficiency. So you can be doing fine and then all of a sudden drop even while they're taking your measurement on your EKG machine. Also, Cardiomyopathy causes uh, sudden infant death syndrome in infants. And so that's a selenium deficiency once again. And for years, um, it was thought that the mothers or the father rode over on the, the, the child and, and, and killed the child or smothered the child. But it was really a selenium deficiency. Though, So there's many people right now unlawfully in jail because they thought the authorities thought that they had um, killed the child, the newborn, but it's really a selenium deficiency. And then the most common cause of heart death is congestive heart failure. It's a deficiency of a single vitamin. This was discovered in the 1700s by a Japanese naval surgeon. Congestive heart failure can be reversed in one to two weeks, usually seven to ten days. And so what do we do? Well, we can treat all conditions at the same time because all of the elements of what you need are in the 90 nutrients. Uh, 77 plant minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids and three fatty acids. And then whatever the heart condition is, we target that with either the selenium or the or the de-stress or the B-complex or we deal with the ultimate daily classic to clean out the veins and arteries whatever the condition is or if it's multiple conditions we treat everything at the same time and guess what the body fixes itself and so if you would like more information please give us a call at area code 317-709-8045 that's 317-709-8045 you can visit us on the web at stopsickness.info that's www.stopsickness.info and let us know you heard about this heart condition situation how you can reverse it on this radio program if i can just make it happen
if I can walk, oh my God, through that city so bright and fair, oh Lord, they'll probably be a thousand things. I want to tell you that day when I see Jesus I'll tell him millions and make it I was one of the ones who did millions and make it hard cheese I was one of the ones I've been through the storm and rain. I've 